0: Good evening Azeroth, and welcome to episode 174 of the World of Goldcraft. Finally I have time to record another episode. I didn't get one last week, but we have one today. Not recorded live because it was a little bit too busy, but we are here. So, I'm going to be talking about gold making today. I'm going to be talking about some of the most common misconceptions I see among people new to gold making. Some things that I don't think are true, but a lot of people seem to to get a hang up on. So that's what we'll be talking about. Before we go into that, this podcast is made available by my patrons, and that, amongst other things, can get access to my full TSM setup, both for uh, Classic and Retail World of Warcraft. So if you're interested in that, head over to patreon.com lazy goldmaker. Alright, so common misconceptions. The reason, I actually wrote a post about this exact theme a while back, um, like years ago now, um, and I still see people having these same ideas about gold making and how it works, and you... The WoW Economy Reddit is absolutely flooded with people who, um, who talk about these things and don't really, don't have the experience or don't uh, understand that some aspects of gold making that might seem important to a newbie just don't matter. So we're going to go through them. Number one, controlling the auction house, or the belief that like you need to control the auction house, or that this is a very common strategy amongst high-level goblins or whatever. Now, I'm not saying that this doesn't happen. It does happen. There are people who try to control specific markets. But this is a niche activity. There's a very, very select group of people for for whom this makes any sense. Because controlling a market is extremely time-consuming. You need to have a lot of time online in the game. If you cannot be around and ready to check the market every for 10, 12, 14 hours a day, um, you're probably not going to do it successfully. So, um, it can be profitable, but it's just extremely impractical. You don't need to do it at all to make gold. There is There are just so many niches and items in World of Warcraft. Um, there are so many items. Even trying to control more than a few of them for any one player is effectively impossible if... Unless they were running like a literal army of bots and scripted multiple like multiple WoW accounts per realm is what you would need to actually control the auction house. More likely you're just facing a huge amount of competition. All of them are doing roughly the same thing, which on some level will feel like someone else is controlling the auction house, but it's not. Um as I said, it does happen, but uh most rich players don't do it. Uh, That's my experience. I've controlled the market exactly once in my gold-making career. Once. And that was back in Mr. Pandaria. And it was pretty fun. It was uh, a little bit profitable. Um, But uh, it's not worth it to me currently. And there's a ton of people who don't focus on this specific strategy. Including some of the richest people, some of the richest people with public profiles. They don't try to control markets. Um, And we'll talk about that in another misconception a little bit later. So secondly, small undercuts only. I've made a separate video about this. Uh, It is the absolutely the (laughs) the unassailable truth that I uh, disagree with the most. Large undercuts make sense. They can make a lot of sense. And um, if you don't understand why someone is doing them, then uh, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into all of the detail. You can check out my video on it. But large undercuts make sense. There's a lot of different scenarios where they can make sense. And just the fact that you get mad about someone doing large undercuts and posting about it makes it obvious why someone might do it if you just spent a little more time to, to think about the problem because they are successfully driving away their competition. So even if they're now making just 5% per sale, they're getting all the sales. Potentially, all of them. So it's worth it. Um, So um, yeah, just be aware. Large undercuts make sense for a variety of different reasons. And um, try to think about why is someone using large undercuts here when someone does it rather than getting mad that they're doing it and destroying the market so the next one gold making equals gold farming most people still think about gold making in terms of gold farming this is of course not surprising this is the traditional way to think about resource acquisition in games in general if you want to generate resources you go out and generate resources by (laughs) finding them of course this always works which is probably one of the reasons why it's popular it's almost impossible to screw up farming at least in world of warcraft like, you'll get something every time you go out and farm, unless unless you're farming for like a 0.5% drop rate battle pet, then you might not get the battle pet every farming session, but you're still going to get something from killing the mobs. Um, now, of course, as I covered in my video on this earlier this week, farming is almost never optimal for gold making. Almost never. If you want to optimize highest possible gold per hour, crafting professions, flipping, those are the places to be um it's higher potential gold per hour farming is for people who like farming if you love farming then farm if you're very very poor then farm if you have an insane amount of time to play the game every day then you can farm because then you'll probably max out on auction house based gold methods and you'd want to swap it out a bit if you if you play a normal amount like if you have a job or whatever then you probably shouldn't be farming unless you love it next up i don't have time to camp the auction house You don't have to, to get rich. Now, obviously camping the auction house during very specific times can be extremely profitable, such as cancel scanning legendaries all day, all night, when the week we could finally craft rank seven legendaries. Yes, that was very profitable. You don't have to do that to make gold. Uh, in fact, a lot of extremely rich gold makers I know about the ones I mentioned earlier. I know a lot of them don't babysit their auctions. I don't babysit my auctions. Just sitting there pretending I'm a bot and uh, cancel scanning is very unenjoyable use of my time. Um, other people, K on YouTube, Vadis. Battle Battle Pet Flipper, both have m- multiple hundreds of millions of gold. Um, we shy away from cancel scanning whenever we can. We don't. We are on multiple different realms. We cancel. We post. Repost when stuff has expired, and then go on to the next realm. You absolutely do not need to babysit your auctions to win or to make gold at the auction house. Obviously, cancel scanning is profitable. It can be profitable to camp the auction house. You don't have to unless you like it. Like, there are so many methods that don't involve camping the auction house. Uh, another example is obviously my favorite market at the moment, Crafter's Market of the first ones. I literally repost every 12 hours when they expire, and I get a ton of sales every time on a super hype-up realm. Like, seriously. If you don't want to cancel a little scan or camp the auction house. Just don't. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay, the last one. Overanalyzing. People love to overanalyze their choices before they make them. Realm choices, profession choices, you name it. So many people. How do I make gold? Where do I start? Where do I start? Well, start with whatever you have. If you want to get good at gold making, the great secret of gold making, you need to engage with gold making. You need to practice gold making, which means trying to find, trying to come up with an idea about why something is profitable. Maybe because you found it in your profession window and Trade Skill Master showed you that this item sells for a profit. Then you crafted 10 of it. And you sold one in the first week. Okay, so now you learned something. That you shouldn't craft 10 of this item at once, for instance. There's no point in spending hours looking at the Undermine Journal to check out prices. To pick a realm that's good for gold making. Uh, or or looking up specific recipes or whatever. What do you need to do if you're completely new to gold making? Assuming you already have some professions on your main. Open your profession window in Trade Skill Master. Look through it, craft anything from Shadowlands that shows a big green number because it's profitable, and then see what happens. This is, in fact, more useful than any amount of analysis you can do. And uh, long-term, this is more useful than watching my videos, doing anything else, because it teaches you about what works for you specifically based on your playtime on your realm. And that's where all the magic happens, like... I can tell you a ton of markets that I've had success with. There's no guarantee you're going to see the exact same results. You have to figure out exactly what approach works best on your realm. There are differences between how players play, between how your competition uh, plays the game. And the only way to figure that out is through some form of trial and error. You only get experience by trying, failing, and succeeding, and then learning from your mistakes and learning from your successes and doing more of what went well and less of what didn't work out. Um. So yeah, don't focus so much on what professions should I pick. Start with whatever you have. Um. Or if you want my tip right now for Shadowlands tailoring, leatherworking for crafters, mark here is the number one. Uh, is the best option in my opinion for someone just starting out. Um. But um, long term, you should aim to have everything. If you want to to use crafting for gold making, long term you should aim to have every profession maxed out. Um. I had everything maxed out within. The first week of Shadowlands, and uh, then you don't have to. <laughs> then you don't have to think about it. You will just get everything. So that's it. That's my misconceptions. That's my uh, attack on Reddit. No, I'm joking. That's uh, that's what I. Do you agree with me about any of these? Do you think I'm wrong? Uh, I mean, some of you probably might be uh, disagreeing with the point about undercutting, or even about analysis. I know there's people who like to do a lot of analysis before they dive in. If you think i'm horribly wrong let me know in the comments otherwise we'll see you on the next episode thanks for watching or listening bye